0: Good evening and welcome, tonight we have a collection of short scary stories, let me know if you have experienced anything similar to some of these. And with that said, let's begin. Last month I noticed that something is off with my boyfriend. He was being too nice recently, like cleaning up his dirty dishes and being attentive to my needs. I would have thought this was a good thing if only I hadn't caught him waking up in the middle of the night and leaving the house. I tried waiting for him to come back, but I fell asleep after some time, and the next thing I knew, he was back in bed with me. That morning, it clicked on me like I found all the pieces to the puzzle. That's why he was acting so nice, and recently, I would admit that we haven't had some sex, and I thought he just wasn't in the mood. Now I know why. He was having an affair. I was furious and heartbroken. I told my best friend, Natalie, all about it, and she was as heartbroken as me. She kept asking if I was sure about it. I mean, whatever explanation it could be. He'll be gone the whole night and he'll be back in the morning. What did he do? Buy some milk? I said to her that I have a plan. I'm going to wake up before he does and catch him red-handed. My best friend just nodded and said that was a good idea. That night, my boyfriend prepared a nice meal for me. Something he hadn't before and I was mildly surprised. I pretended not to know anything about him cheating, so our conversation went normally. However, when we finally settled back in bed, I had fallen asleep almost instantaneously. My sleep was so good that I wasn't able to wake up at midnight. I was disappointed with myself, how could I have slept in? What's weird was in the following nights that kept happening to me. I couldn't wake up in the middle of the night, I also tried staying up all night but at some point I would fall asleep. This is very unusual since I have been a night shift employee before and I didn't have this kind of trouble of suddenly falling asleep. Sometimes I couldn't even remember what happened last night. My crazy brain thought maybe my boyfriend was drugging me, putting something to make me sleep through the night. That's the only possible explanation I could think of. But then I asked myself, how did he know about my plan? My heart sank as I realised the answer to my question, Natalie, my best friend. I couldn't believe it. Why would she betray me? Is she my boyfriend's lover? At this point, I was intoxicated with anger. I skipped dinner and only drank water from the tap. I made sure none of my boyfriend's drugs would reach me. My boyfriend was even persistent that I should eat or at least drink some milk. To me, that was a confirmation that he was indeed drugging me. I was about to confront him about his cheating right then and there, but I felt blunt force hit me at the back of the head and I was out. When I came to, I was tied up in bed and my boyfriend was watching me at the corner of our bedroom. He was biting his lips and was pale as a sheet. What is this? I asked him. His eyes lit up when he saw me awake. He then run to our living room and called for someone. My heart sank as I saw who it was. It was Natalie. I yelled immediately after seeing her. It was you. How fucking dare you? I shouted at her. Natalie asked me to calm down. It's not what you think, she kept repeating. I'm going to kill you both when I get out of here. I kept trying to free myself but to no avail use some of the thickest rope I've seen. "'Babe, listen to me,' my boyfriend said. "'I'm not cheating on you, and certainly, Natalie and I have no romantic relationship. I get out of bed every night because I need to stay safe.' "'Stay safe?' I asked. Stay safe for what?' "'From you,' he answered quickly. "'What?' "'Jace, it's near three. We should get out of here,' Natalie whispered. My boyfriend then took out a paint bucket and painted my hands and legs with red paint. I squirmed and yelled as he did it in a hurry. All the while I was thinking, who is this person? Is this really my boyfriend? How could he do all this to me? As if he could hear my thoughts, he kissed my forehead and said, you'll understand everything tomorrow, I promise. Before I could reply, he and Natalie ran away and I was all alone in our bedroom. I kept screaming for help but I knew it was pointless. My mind was racing as fast as my heartbeat. My lungs felt like it was shrinking as I breathed for air. No, no, no. How could they do this to me? Why are they doing this? I keep trying to free myself, but I got exhausted at some point and lost consciousness. When I woke up, I was still in bed, but I noticed that the ropes that bound me last night were now roughly severed and my wrists burned like hell. As I looked around the room, I understand Jace. The floor, the walls and the ceiling as well were full of red handprints. After lots of convincing my mum to leave me home alone in her apartment, she finally gave in. This was seriously amazing, because this is the first time in like forever that she's leaving me home alone. After a traumatic event, she told me she would never leave me home alone ever again. I was devastated, but I could understand where she was coming from. It would have been the very first, but also the last time she would have let me stay home alone. What happened was, I was watching something horror on my TV. You may be wondering why I'd be watching something scary while I'm home alone. It's because I have little siblings and we live in a small apartment with one TV. We need to share it and I thought I love horror and scary stuff I can never watch when my siblings are home. Halfway into the movie I heard my door open. My mum was home. She threw the door open and began frantically screaming my name in fear. I was shocked my little sister and brother were not with her. When she saw me watching TV with no danger whatsoever she calmed a bit down she was about to break down crying. I thought something had happened with my siblings but that wasn't the case. What's wrong mum? I asked. My mum was shaking. Why would you call me if there was nothing happening to you? I was so confused. I never called her. I only called her when I was going to get pizza for dinner. Yes, called me screaming and crying, she shouted. That wasn't me mum, I shouted back. Yes, it was you. It was your voice and everything. Confused, I asked what the person on the phone told her, sounding like me calling my number. It was you. You were screaming and crying, banging what sounded like a door. Everyone could hear you. I didn't even put you on speaker. That is how loud you screamed. You screamed like someone was stabbing you. I was so worried. Something called my mum, pretending to be me. still don't know an explanation. That is the reason why mum never let me home alone again. Until yesterday. I was ecstatic when mum walked out. My siblings were at the fair with my father and my mum went to a friend's house. I called my best friend and began facetiming with her for like two hours. Halfway through the call I heard a loud banging on my door. I was cautious because I was home alone but this was not my dad's and definitely wasn't my mum. I told my friend to mute herself while I go look and see who it was. I looked through the peephole but the hall was black and there was no one standing there. I was really confused. I told my friend that there is no one at the door and she could unmute herself. She did and we talked for about 10 minutes. When there was another knock, so subtle but so loud. I was so done with whoever kept chapping the door and running away. Again I looked through the peephole, but there was no difference. Black Hall with no one standing there. I thought it was my neighbour underneath me, not many years older than me, who I had beef with last summer. But would he? I was so creeped out, so I locked the door in case it was someone trying to break in. I returned to my room, still on the call with my friend. I sat down in my bed and we still continued talking until I heard someone singing. It was a familiar song. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. It was as if someone was singing it while walking around my apartment. It had my voice, but it was distorted. My friend noticed my worried face and asked me what was wrong. I hear someone singing, I answered. What? she asked. Someone is singing and it's my voice, I said with a serious tone. She giggled. (laughs) What song? I knew she would laugh at this and think I was joking, but I said, head, shoulders, knees and toes. She burst out in hysterics. You're hallucinating, snap out of it. I laughed it off and I hung up because my friend wouldn't delete an ugly screenshot she took of me while we were FaceTiming. My other friend asked me if we could call, but that didn't last long because she had to go soon after. I am a Muslim, so when prayer time came I put on my prayer clothes and started praying. Halfway through my prayer though I felt someone tapping my shoulder. I couldn't turn around because then my prayer wouldn't be valid. I finished praying and turned around. As expected, no one was there. I was really thinking that I was going crazy and had to get more sleep. Summer break really ruined my sleep schedule, but still I decided to send a snap to my closest friends where I told them all what happened. They all didn't take me seriously. I heard the sound of a coin fall in my living room. I also sent a snap about that to my friends. They all told me to go investigate. While I did that, I put on all the lights in my house. I went to check the living room and found a coin laying next to the carpet. It literally fell from nowhere. I started recording it and showed them that there is no way it could have fallen from a closet or something. There is nothing in the living room where it could have fallen from. I was really creeped out by now, I went back to my room and sent a video to my friends. I also sent another video of me talking and explaining everything that's happened so far. They were laughing at me and to be honest I found it pretty funny as well, until one of my friends told me someone's hand just appeared behind the curtain I was sitting in front of. My bed is located next to my big balcony window, it's really big and you need like three curtains to cover it. I was about to start crying, the fear in the eyes of my friend showed really clearly that she was not lying. Just then I heard more coins fall in the living room. I started recording but stayed silent. You could hear tapping from the window and more coins falling in the living room. But then everything went silent. Like three minutes of complete silence. After the three minutes everything started again. The coins in the living room and the tapping on the window. My other other friend asked me to go look in the living room to see how many coins did exactly fall. I did and I found like, I don't know, 23 coins. I returned to my room and I was sending a voice message to my friend. Just then, the balcony door flew open and I screamed. I began reciting everything I knew to try and protect me. I was about to call my mum when my dad opened the door with my siblings. My siblings came in excited and I had to pretend like everything was okay. Who would even believe me? This story happened to my sister, not me. I am just telling it from her perspective. And her friend, she was with that night, is also about 11. So my sister and her friend, let's call her Millie, wanted to go shopping. But because it's already pretty late, some convincing needed to be done. But after a while, our mum gives in and ends up driving them 35 minutes to the local mall. They ended up being there for a long while. So my mum decides to drive home and say that Millie and my sister had to figure something out. So my sister and Millie decided to sleep over at Millie's dad's apartment. Millie's dad, that we're going to call David, lived 20 minutes walking distance from the mall. Around 12 o'clock, the mall closes and Millie and my sister start to walk home. They've walked about 10 minutes in a shady forest park. That's when they realise a big black van with tinted windows is slowly starting to close up on them. This van is shady as hell, so my sister is getting kind of alarmed. Millie notices and tries to just ignore it. The van is now beside them and the driver rolls down the window and says something like, Hey girls, you want a ride? Millie kindly declines and starts to walk faster. But the van is persistent and comes up again. This time my sister looks back and sees about three men with metal baseball bats in the back of the van. My sister tells Millie and she freaks the fuck out. The van comes back and again asks something like, It's late, let me drive you two home. We don't want any creeps to come now, do we? He then gives me a creepy ass smile and all of a sudden Millie just books it. No warning, no nothing. So my sister is left there alone with the man and is absolutely shitting bricks. The men start looking at Millie about 30 yards away. So my sister takes a chance and just starts running for dear fucking life down the path. But my sister turns around after hearing a door slam shut and all three men in the back is now running after her fucking full speed. My sister is running on just pure terror and adrenaline. She ends up running into a bush to hide and the men run past her. Right as she's about to run the other way, the van appears and sees her. So now she has to run after the three men that still haven't seen her and the van right behind her. The men end up stopping, thinking she got away when my sister runs full speed beside the men and passes them. She was so damn scared she didn't even realise that the forest bit was over, and she now sees the apartment Millie's dad lives in. So she runs faster than ever, still with the men after her, and ends up slamming into the apartment's main door. Now you need a tag and a key to get in through the main door, Unfortunately, Millie was waiting for her on the other side, so she opens the door quickly and shuts it and they both run up the stairs, collapsing David and collapse inside her dad's apartment. Now a few months go by, and my sister hangs out with Millie again, and for some reason my sister gets the urge to put on the news. Believe it or not, the men that chased them are in custody for raping and killing five young girls between the ages of 6 and 13. I sadly don't have the articles or the news, you'll just simply have to trust me. Millie and my sister lost contact and haven't spoken for a while, but please be careful out there and always trust your gut instincts. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed, maybe consider subscribing or checking out one of my other videos. I really would appreciate it. And with that said, I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you.